This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. I'm very excited to introduce Mr. Matt Wirtz, who is the Regional Sales Manager for Landtech. Matt and I have worked together for many, many years, sold many systems, packaging systems together, and helped hundreds of companies with their sustainability. Matt, how are you, sir? Well, thank you, Corey. I appreciate you having me on. Good, man. So, so excited to talk about sustainability involved with the stretch film machines, particularly Landtech, my favorite brand. You know, I wanted to kind of get a little bit of your background first. So how did you get into packaging? Well, you know, I started out in industrial sales and uh, quickly moved into the merge, merge, merged into the packaging arena soon after, and I've been here in packaging for about 15 years. But really, when I, when I think about the packaging industry and, and my involvement with it, I get pretty excited. I get excited to talk about it. And it's, a, it's always a fun experience because, as you do as well, Corey, we see some pretty fun and interesting things. And, yeah. you know, helping our customers... <laughs> choose from a variety of different decisions they could make on how to best package their product to really, at the end of the day, ensure that it gets there safely from A to B and as may condition is, is our ultimate goal. But doing it in a, in, a, in a wise environmental way, in a sustainable way, is, is really what we're talking about here. Yeah, you bet. So what makes packaging a stretch film machine more sustainable than someone wrapping a pallet by hand? Sure, sure. Good question. I get that all the time. Really, the central theme, if I were to kind of summarize it to start off with, is basically using less and making what you do use uh, stretch further and uh, stretch because the company I work for, Landtech, we specialize in stretch wrappers to protect product uh, while in transit, as well as uh, case formers and case sealers where we're, we're squaring up boxes to put product in. If I were to break that overall theme into four groups, Corey, I, I would, number one, talk about using less material. A lot of companies that I see out there in the industry are just plain using too much film around their loads uh, that are sitting on the pallets. And by optimizing the amount of film in the right places and sticking with stretch wrapping principles, uh, you can optimize your film usage and really use much less than you'd think you'd need to use. And then that obviously translates to, to the corrugate material side as well. The box, making sure that product that you're putting inside the box is, is, fitting, is, is fitting properly. So that's, that's number one is, you know, using less material than, than, than you need to. And then number two, and I think one of the biggest pieces that I think customers uh, tend to overlook or assume uh, that it's okay, is the damage piece. There was a study, Corey, back in 2008 by Deloitte, an independent uh, consulting company. And the study showed that half of 1% of all goods shipped in the United States end up in the waste stream. And of that one half, one half of that one half or one quarter of a percent is based strictly on stretch wrapping principles. Wow. 
So my job and the fun part of what I get to do is educate customers on the right way to wrap because we know there's a wrong way to wrap. Uh, <laughs> and we're able to maintain a repeatable, sustainable uh, wrap standard with some of the technology that Atlantic provides. So when you're wrapping by hand, it's pretty hard to maintain a wrap standard because, well, you know, we're all different. We're all individuals. And you might wrap a load by walking around it differently in the morning than you might in the afternoon or even the evening or second shift. So having that repeatable standard is, is important in our industry for the sustainability. The third thing I'd mention is, you know, obviously the labor is hard to come by. Uh, it's hard to find and it's also hard to keep, of course. And when, when we're talking about the labor piece, you know, we're talking about downtime with regards to certain certain breaks that people need and being pulled uh, away for, for ticket purposes and things like that when they're picking product. When machines are up and running, they don't call in sick. And again, I'm repeating a few concepts because I think they're important, that repeatable uh, process. So yeah. uh, people are hard to find and, and, and hard to keep. But so, And then, you know, the equipment today, as far as stretch wrappers, both entry-level semi-automatics and uh, your more high-speed as well as the case rectors and case sealers, they're becoming more and more robust in the industry. So yeah. they're lasting longer and they're more reliable and they speak to that uptime that is important. So I, I would break it up into those four categories. And those are some of the things I tell customers about. I want to definitely focus on the, the safety that, that, you know, if one lost time incident costs a company about 10 to $15,000, we've done that study. So that's, that's about the cost of one machine for you guys. And so if you think about it that way, you know, one, one person gets injured walking backwards around a pallet, they're tired, it's into shift, they're whatever, not to mention the sustainability aspect, but just saving your employees from injury possibilities. I personally wrapped many pallets in my career over different jobs and just just getting dizzy or, you know, it's, it's not a fun experience. It hurts your hands. You know, there's all these different things that you can talk about as, a, as an employee that when we've put in machines, we always get thank yous from employees, don't we? It's, a, it's an exciting part. We do. And, and a step further than the, the L&I piece, which is, which is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why companies will move to a, a semi-automatic or an automatic piece of equipment is the time savings. You know, it takes on average, if you have a standard, say 40 by 48 dimensional load and say it's 50 inches or 60 inches tall, it takes a few minutes to wrap that load walking around it, whether you're putting on, you know, 360 fashion, you know, 12, 13 revolutions of film around that load. It takes time. And we, we, we take a look at that time as being somewhere between a minute and a half to two, maybe even two and a half minutes. Right. Uh, with uh, a feature on our on our semi-automatics and automatics, we have a, a cut and clamp unit which stages the film after every cycle, so that an operator that is running a jeep or a fork truck can stay on the fork truck and they don't have to get off and apply the film each and every time to the load. So we allocate that as it being let's say rough number two minutes. So we're saving two minutes of labor as most operators out there, if, if they don't know that I'm watching them for time studies, they'll stand <laughs> around and watch the load being wrapped. Right. So that's two minutes if they're doing, say, rough number 10 loads per, per hour. 
and then the hours of the day and the days of the week and then into the months, you can see how that two minute can be reallocated and, and the process in general could be more sustainable. Absolutely. And, and not to mention your, your fully automatic systems that are, are just drop and go, which are incredible <clears throat> and uh, impressive to say the least. Certainly. Yeah. No yeah. touch systems. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about the different options. To me, when I think of stretch film machines, there's two options. There's the type that has a turntable, mm-hmm. and then there's the type that turns around the load itself. Can you talk about the difference there and, sure. and the benefits of each? Sure, sure. Well, the benefit of the turntable style on a semi-automatic that just sits on your floor is that it's mobile and because it's mobile, we can move it around to certain areas depending on the shift, as long as it has dedicated line power. So that's an advantage. And it's typically for customers that might be doing, you know, know, upwards of maybe 20 to 25 loads per hour and as little as just a few loads an hour uh, per that LNI piece. And, you know, a lot of customers and operators in general don't like to run around the load. So, so yeah, when, when we get into the rotary semi-automatics that also just sit on the floor, those are for loads that are being built in more of an order-picked environment or a 3PL logistics company where the loads are challenging uh, to wrap just because the loads themselves can't handle the centrifugal force of turning around on a turntable. So right. at that point, we want to move to a rotary arm so that the load is stationary in the wrap zone and the arm is running around the load. Okay. Because the boxes then, could actually fall off the load, they could right? fall. They could yeah. fall off. They could fall off, certainly. Yeah. And then, obviously, we have both options on an automatic. And really, the only differences between a semi-automatic and an automatic is that the automatic has what we call in-feeds and exit feeds in a wrap zone that sit up off of the floor, averages about 18 inches, so that a fork truck can offload a pallet of product onto an in-feed and then it automatically interjects into the wrap zone is wrapped and then spit out the other end on an XFE conveyor to be picked up after. One of the thing that I did want to mention, and you brought it up earlier about the sustainability of the film, you know, we talked about using less and I don't want to forget to mention this, but is the pre-stretch capabilities as being a, a large difference between wrapping by hand and, and that and using equipment on a, on a standard stretch wrapper, you're going to have somewhere between 200 and 200% film elongation. So what that means is that for every one foot of linear footage on an equi- on a piece or on a, on a roll of, of equipment manufactured film, you're actually applying three feet to the load. So there's that film economy right, right now, right there. So you're getting more containment, more film using the same amount of, of pounds of film as you would by hand. So that pre-stretch, you, again, you're, 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 you're using, you're doing more with less material. And that's a huge, not only cost benefit, but a sustainability benefit as well. That's so true. And many, many times we've done together what we call in the industry, cut and ways. We walk us through that process. I think it's, it's a no brainer. I mean, it's, it's a way to either down gauge film, which is the easy way to do it or to go from hand film to machine film. Right. And, and that's good. And yes, we, we, we have done that together many, many times. And it's really the first step is understanding the customer's current condition, understanding how they do things the way that they've been doing it and looking as, as 
taking a consultative approach, looking for what to improve their, the way that they do things. So part of understanding the current condition is unwrapping their load. But first, I have a containment force tool where I can apply that tool to a load, pull on it, and it's basically a fish scale to tell me the pounds of containment or squeeze on the load in various places. We like to measure that at the top, the middle, and the bottom. We can average those three uh, measured areas together to create an overall understanding of how much squeeze they currently have on the load. And then at that point, we run around the load. We find out how many revolutions they applied by hand or they're applying with their current film. And then we bundle that film up and put it on a, a scale and find out how many ounces it took for them to achieve their current condition. And then we run it back and we wrap the load on a, a Lantec stretch wrapper. And we go through the same process that we're really comparing apples to apples. So, and whether that be a high down gauging to a high performance film, whether that be increasing your gauge based on the requirements, really the message is, tell me about your damage. <laughs> Not do you have damage? Because we know, you and I both know that there is damage out there. Uh, right. everybody's got it, whether they admit it or not, they have it. So we're, our approach is, is to help them minimize or, boy, you know, eliminate that damage altogether. Yeah. I I'm fascinated by how simple this concept is and how few people understand how effective it is. You go into a company and they're wrapping by hand. They say, Oh, we don't have, we don't have CapEx for, for a machine, but you've got, money to pay five people, you know, to, to wrap pallets all day. So it's such an interesting thing when you can come back and say, listen, you can reassign these very valuable people to do much more important things than wrap a pallet. And you can save money on stretch film. You can be more sustainable because you're using less material. It, it's, there's so many positives to investing in a land tech machine. It's, you know, when it, it's a simple yes. You, absolutely. And to piggyback on that, you know, when we talk about an ROI and what's attractive to a customer, you know, we're typically talking about one and a half to two years. That's, that's kind of the benchmark where most people would either make the decision or decide to, to delay or, 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 or move on to a future, a future time. When we're, especially with hand wrapping, when, we're, when we visit a customer that's wrapping by hand and we do this load audit process, and, and we, we show them the vision of where they could be with the automation piece. What we're doing, having been through this many times, is you have, we're, 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 we're going to be doubling the squeeze on the load, the containment, and using approximately half as many ounces to do so. So yeah. not only are we going to save that two minutes of labor per, per, per load, minute and a half to two minutes, but we're also going to cut their film spend in half as well. Right. So using less film, but doing double the work, saving on the on the labor piece and then and then obviously uh, the cost savings involved with with eliminating or or drastically reducing the damage and and you know one of the ways we can ensure that we do that Lantech we have a what we call a program called load guardian and what load guardian does is it identifies the type of load that you're wrapping and then automatically changes its settings to accommodate that specific load there are about a dozen different decisions that an operator must make before wrapping the load, before they can lock in their settings. How fast do I need to turn the turntable? How fast does the roll carriage need to go up and down? How much overlap? 
How much top wrap do we need? How much bottom wrap? What type of, what type of you know, containment do we need at the top versus the bottom in the middle? So there's a lot of decisions and we're leaving it up to operators that could be temp employees. Maybe they don't understand the principles of stretch wrapping like, like you and I do. So Load Guardian enables a customer to lock in a load profile, put a color on it, name it. And so all the operator needs to do is identify what color that load is, whether it's a blue load or a purple load or a yellow load. Wow. The machine automatically adjusts its settings to accommodate that load. Because I think you would agree, Corey, that not all loads require the same amount of film and the same amount of containment. Very true. Very true. Like a work in process load maybe doesn't need to be wrapped as much. It just needs a, a, a small amount of film a couple times around, whereas some, something going across the country needs to be as wrapped as it gets. Yeah, <laughs> Very right. good point. Right. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that from uh, differentiating the load. Maybe there's a lighter load that's an A load that you could only go around twice, something like that. Very one good the, point. One of the things that unfortunately emphasizes the damage base is operator tweaking. Mm-hmm. When they see a load, hey, you know, I need to put more containment or more film, increase the revolutions on this particular load. They will tweak the three motors on the machine, the speed of the turntable, the speed of the roll carriage, and the force to load machine, the uh, motor. And in doing so, boy, are they remembering to move it back to where it was before? Right. Who's making those decisions? How consistent can we be? So yeah. anytime we don't, we can't maintain a repeatable standard, sustainable standard, I'm saying that yeah. to you. Uh, <laughs> Thank when, you. When, when we're not able to maintain that, then we're, we're, we're moving farther and farther away of what we know to be the truth with getting our products from A to B in asthma condition. Right. When we go visit a, a customer that has already purchased a Lantec from us, we inevitably, inevitably will see a black Sharpie mark on, yes. on, on the dials where somebody who's in charge said, Hey guys, this is where we're going to, this is the setting. <laughs> this is what works for our products. Uh, and that's usually when they have a consistent product that, that, um, so yeah, it's like here, when we go past this, it's too much. When we go b- behind it, it's, uh, it's not enough. So, and, and, you know, you, you and I would encourage, routine load audits as well yeah. sometimes product and the dimensions and characteristics of the load change at a, at, at a customer's location and so that's why we're here to be able to 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 create that repeatable standard for you certainly and these high performance stretch films are incredible i mean when you and i started in the industry it was 80 gauge, 18 inch, 80 gauge, 20 inch, 80 gauge. That's that's what people use. And then 70 gauge came out and everybody was, whoa, that's amazing. Now we're talking about, I've seen 15 gauge and just thought, <laughs> what? But Could it, they even it, do that? Yeah. It works. And it, you know, it has to be set correctly, but it has to do with a couple of things, layering the 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 layers of the plastic, you know, back and forth, like plywood is how I've been, had it described to me. Whereas it used to be just one layer. Or, or less than that. But what do you see as kind of the future? Do you see more innovations coming in the equipment? Do you guys have anything planned? Yeah, you know, we, we do. And it has to do with customer, with operator inter- intervention or rather the touches, whether it's automatic roll changeover on our currently available on our high speed machine. So customers aren't having to, to change over a roll of film or 
God forbid there be a film break. They don't have to change that role of, of film. And, uh, and that's on our ring straddle, our very high speed where we can get up into the, into the, you know, 115, 120 loads per hour type. Wow. Type, type area. I didn't know uh, about that. Yeah. 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 And that's going to, and that's going to work its way down to other automated pieces of equipment on the case side. You know, we're doing some really creative things that are also available. Now we're manufacturing and placing multiple magazine case erectors. So everybody knows that to find that, that, that setup where a customer is using just one box size is very, very rare. Usually they're using multiple box sizes. We can accommodate uh, up to four different box sizes by using four magazines that hold the blank outside of the pickup frame and interchangeably form and tape those boxes along the way. So we can do that. And then as on sticking with the case case part of things on the ceiling end of things, taping the top of the box, we have a random case sealer that we're really excited about. There's not many of them in the industry where they're automatically locating our machine is locating the, the length, width, and height of the box and automatically adjusting to its to accommodate that particular size. So yeah. That's yeah. very impressive. Yeah. What I think a lot of people don't know that Landtech does more than stretch film machines. You guys have an incredible line of case erectors. And for the audience that doesn't know what that is, a case erector literally takes a corrugated box and sets it up for you so that your team or your staff can load it. And then it goes through the top taped as well. So it becomes significant automation for a warehouse shipping operation. Yeah. And, you know, just like the stretch wrap side of things or, you know, wrapping a load with product on it with a pallet, when you, when you're forming and taping a box at the bottom there, sometimes it's very challenging to not only get the box square, which is important, but also to stripe the tape down with your, with your hand taper there down the center to where it's actually taping the, the, the major flaps properly. Sometimes you have to double stripe that those portions. So we do know that 30%, 30% of boxes that are unsquare lose that stacking strength. So it's important to be square so that all four corners of the box are meeting its neighbor up, up on top and neighbor <laughs> down below. Right. Uh, and if you don't, um, then you're losing 30% stacking strength. And so you have these loads that then downstream, you're going to be wrapping, they're going to be leaning. Are going right. to be obtuse. So we're all about trying to create more A or framed loads as possible to wrap and our case erectors help us do that by creating square uh, boxes. That's incredible. I, a lot of people don't know stacking vertically is the right way to do it. The, the chimney stack used to be very common and where you stack it, like stack your boxes like bricks where they're overlapping each other with the ad addition of a Lantec stretch film machine, you can very easily stack your corrugated boxes vertically, which is the most efficient way and the strongest way. So that's another benefit I hadn't thought about for a stretch wrapper. Yeah, absolutely. Good idea. Absolutely. Yeah. So Matt, thank you so much for your time today. It's been awesome uh, to see you again. It's uh, been many years we've worked together. What's, what's the best way for the, the audience to get a hold of you? Well, you know, you could, I would suggest going to landtech.com and looking at what we have available. Uh, we really emphasize a lot of the principles that we, we spoke about today uh, with the features and options we have available. So, or you can call 1-800-LANTECH. 
That's awesome to hear a phone number. It's so rare these days. But one thing we didn't mention with that was that these machines are made right here in the USA in, in Kentucky. Is that is that yeah. right? Yep. Louisville, Kentucky, all parts, all manufacturing. That's amazing. Right out of Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. What an amazing company. And, and thank you again, Matt, for your time. I'd like to thank Landsberg Aurora for your sponsorship and support of this podcast. Uh, For all you uh, listeners and viewers, please rate this and tell your friends about us so we can make more episodes. Thank you so much again, Matt. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.